0: Documentaries is presented by SeatGeek. Let's pick up with Documentaries producers Emma and Joe, who bought tickets to the Nets Cavs game using SeatGeek. Hey, Emma Morgenstern, the done
1: So, Joe, I have some bad news for you. Don't tell me we're not going to the game. Uh, we are going to the game. You're going to be at the game for longer than I am, though, because <laughs> I'm going to get there late. <laughs> What? Why? A certain David Jacoby and a certain Kevin Wilds have to record part of our podcast tonight.
0: Oh, man. Okay, can I buy nachos and charge them to you?
1: Only if you pronounce them the American way, which is nachos.
0: Nachos, okay. What do I do? How do I get my ticket?
1: SeatGeek has this great feature where I can send you the ticket, just your ticket.
0: This is amazing.
1: I'm going into the app right now. I'm going to hit transfer.
0: Uh, Here we go.
1: Now you have your ticket, so it's all good.
0: I'll see you there. SeatGeek is your ticket to NBA games, especially if you're always running late because your boss makes you stay at work to record a stupid podcast about dunking.
2: It was 2009, and a sports reporter named Reed Albergati was researching a story for the Wall Street Journal. This is Reed talking to SportsCenter that year.
0: And the theme was women's college basketball going above the rim. And, uh, of course, you can't write that without, you know, Google searching the first woman to slam dunk.
2: He learned that the first dunk had happened 25 years earlier.
0: I noticed, you know, researching it and fact-checking that there just wasn't that much information about it and it, it was sort of shaky and you'd read, you know, one story and it would have one fact and then a contradicting fact and another story.
2: Reed decided to find out what he could from someone who'd actually seen the dunk.
0: And I ended up talking to Kitty Blakemore.
2: Kitty Blakemore,
1: former coach at West Virginia University.
2: It was a player on Kitty's squad who threw down that first dunk in a game.
0: And I kind of asked her, you know, Kitty, like, why why is it so shaky? Like, There are no photos of this thing, and she said, Well, there was this video. And I said, Well, great, where you know, where's that? Can we get a hold of it? And she said, Well,
1: I tried to get the tape, and that's a whole nother story. Do you want to hear that?
2: I'm Kate Fagan, and this is Dunkumentaries, a podcast mini-series from ESPN that celebrates the dunk in all its glory. This episode is the story of an early milestone in women's basketball and how it was lost to history. We'll get back to Reed Albergati, the reporter, in a few minutes. But our story of the first dunk in the missing tape actually starts in 1983. Coach Blakemore was building her women's basketball team, the Mountaineers at West Virginia University. A friend tipped her off to a tall teenager from Ohio who she might want to recruit. Her name?
3: Georgianne Wells. I kind of was like a uh, course in two playing basketball because of my height. And being probably at in the fifth grade, six feet maybe? I was pretty tall. By senior year of high school, Georgianne was six
2: foot six and still growing. In fact, she was about a head taller than most of the other players on the court. And West Virginia wanted a really tall player. In the back of Coach Blakemore's mind was the idea that maybe her little team could make history. They could have the first female player to ever dunk. Blakemore successfully recruited Georgianne. She'd never dunked in high school, but Blakemore knew the coaching staff could train her.
3: Slam dunk, slam dunk, slam dunk. (laughs) After a while, I mean, when you're slam dunking and you're not used to doing that, it can wear and tear almost like blisters on your hands with all this hard work and practice that I was doing, I'm like, it better happen soon. Practice was no problem, but games
1: were different. Every time she tried to dunk in a game, they would grab hold of her shorts or hold of her so she couldn't dunk.
2: Let's step back for a minute and understand why, at this point in women's basketball, no one had ever dunked. First of all, the WNBA didn't exist yet and wouldn't for almost another 15 years. But even college ball, which had been around for a while, it was still developing. In fact, this was a critical moment because Title IX had passed about a decade earlier. So Title IX states that uh, any educational institution that receives federal funding is prohibited from discriminating on the basis of sex. This is Cheryl Cookie, an associate professor of American studies at Purdue. In practice, the new Title IX law requires public schools to have proportional funding for athletics. So for example, if you have 60% girls in your school, girls receive 60% of funding. As a result, girls started playing more sports after the law passed. When you have more girls, more women playing a sport and more access, there's uh, you know an increased talent pool and the level of, of competition is raised as a result. I think it also uh, shifted
1: the cultural expectations around what girls and women were capable of.
2: Georgianne was part of that very first generation of girls who had increased access to playing sports. It was a moment when women's basketball was developing and growing in a way it hadn't previously. And Georgianne, she played her own small part in pushing the game forward. In her sophomore year with the D1 Mountaineers, her squad traveled to Elkins, West Virginia. There, they played the University of Charleston Golden Eagles, a D2 team. Coach Blakemore's Mountaineers were dominating this matchup. And by the second half... We were ahead by
3: a lot. A perfect time to try out some new tricks. We're just thinking that, you know what, if we get a chance or an opportunity, uh, let's just do it. And it just so happened that Lisa, she saw the opportunity.
2: So picture this. Coach Blakemore's Mountaineers give up a fast break bucket to the Golden Eagles, but Georgianne, she never makes it all the way back on defense. So when her teammate, Lisa Ribble, takes the ball out of bounds, she notices Georgianne
3: all alone at half court. She threw the ball down the floor and I was all all by myself. And once I got at half court, I took a few dribbles and that was it. Slam dunked it.
1: Everybody emptied off the bench and we got
3: a technical foul or delay of game. From all the girls jumping and things being thrown on the court. They were falling on top of each other and
1: and grabbing Ann. and they were so happy. We were screaming and hollering and jumping up and down, and this was going to be history.
2: If this happened now, that dunk would be all over SportsCenter and Facebook, meme to oblivion. But this being 1984, The only chance of catching that moment would have been if the teams were filming it. For whatever reason, the video rig was big and heavy. The game was supposed to be an easy win. Coach Blakemore had left her team's camera at home. Luckily, Bud Francis, the University of Charleston coach, was recording the game. So straight after, Coach Blakemore asked Coach Francis to send her a copy of the history-making moment. But here's the rub. He
1: was not about to give it up. I offered him everything from money to fame to whatever, and he said no.
2: He was not going to give up that tape. And not just that day, but for years after. Every time the two coaches bumped into one another at an event or a game, Coach Blakemore would ask Coach Francis about the tape. But he
4: continued to say no. To be honest, I think that he just wanted to put it behind him.
2: That's Ford Francis, Bud's son. Over the years, father and son spoke frequently about the team.
4: I've heard somebody say maybe it was personal. He took it a little personally. I don't think that was it necessarily. I think he really was worried about the psyche of the team.
2: The Golden Eagles were having a rough season. They were inexperienced. A D2 team going up against the D1 Mountaineers and their seven center? And Coach Francis knew what George Ann was capable of. So before the game, he told his team, whatever you do, don't let her dunk on our watch.
4: And then when it did happen, my thought is that knowing how competitive he was, that the fact that West Virginia didn't even bother to tape the game, you know, why should we give up our tape?
3: We thought that the coach from the other team had taken and probably destroyed it, threw it away. We, we had no idea where it was. Even if he kept it.
2: When Bud Francis died in 1999, George Ann and Coach Blakemore figured that was that. The tape was lost to history. Now let's fast forward to 2009, when Reed Albergati comes along. Remember Reed? He was working on an article about George Ann Wells and the first dunk. And he knew his story would be a hell of a lot better if he could get his hands on that tape.
0: This will be an okay story. You'll probably never find the tape, but I'm going to make some phone calls. And University of Charleston didn't have it. Former players had no idea.
2: Eventually, he got on the phone with Ford Francis.
4: There's no way I have this tape. Why would I have the tape?
2: Reed kept calling Ford back, pushing him further, asking more questions. And after a while, Ford remembered something that might be useful. When his dad died, they'd sold his barn and stables to a neighbor. The neighbor found a few odds and ends. Among those, some old dust
4: covered tapes. I took them and, and put them in this basket. A
2: basket in his living room.
4: Where they sat for another 10 years until Reed Alvergotti called. Then, when, you know, he started telling me more about it, and it happened in 84 and Elkins, and, you know, light bulb went off in my head that, you know, there's something that sounds like that that's on one of these tapes. then rifling through the tapes. Sure enough.
0: And sure enough, one of the labels had, you know, 84 Elkins WVU right on it.
2: Reed flew to West Virginia where Ford lives and digitized the VHS tape. He had what he needed. But he knew the story wouldn't be complete without showing that tape to the person who'd want to see it the most. I kinda
3: blew him off for several weeks. I wouldn't take his phone calls. George Ann Wells.
0: She's so hard to get a hold of. I actually called up a retail store that her husband had managed, and I basically pressured the uh, manager, pushed the manager into giving up his phone number and and found her that way. And even then, it took a bunch of phone calls to get her to call me back.
3: And then that's when I found out that he says, Well, I have something that might be of interest to you, and I'm thinking, Okay, now you got my attention, what is it? <laughs> and he says, I have a tape, a long lost tape. That was the key to the front door.
0: And I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out there and I'll show you the tape.
3: And then I saw this little short guy standing at my door. I gave him a big giant hug, shook his head. It's like, come on in.
0: And she sat in her uh, dining room table and watched it.
3: It was really fuzzy picture, but you could see what actually happened.
0: She was kind of silent at first. She kind of watched it again, and then she starts watching it over, and she just got her excitement kind of built.
3: It was just amazing. I was just like, wow. That was me 25 years ago, slam dunking the very first dunk. It was amazing. Simply amazing.
2: Reed could see how much the tape meant to George Ann, but the greater impact didn't set in until after the Wall Street Journal published his story.
0: I got so many emails from this story that were people saying that they had cried watching it. These women were pioneers, and George Ann was a, a pioneer. I mean, she knew this was her chance to make history.
2: George Ann did make history, and shortly after her milestone, New York Times columnist George Vesey wrote, quote, Miss Wells will probably be followed by a flurry of hands above the rim, in much the same way that the first sub-four-minute miler was followed by dozens of other runners, end quote. If you watch women's basketball, you know that Vessie was wrong. It took 10 years for another college player to dunk in a game after George Ann Wells. And still, to this day, only a handful of women have dunked at any level. It might be rare, and it might not be the most important move in women's basketball, but Georgian Wells and the other elite ladies who've jammed show the literal and figurative heights that women can achieve.
1: That lady a lot of room, Their Snow breaks down, can
4: we, have a dunk? Yes, we it. Gets it up what's she going to do? For the first time in WNBA
1: history! It down. Stops it. Parker stops it. Oh, the Michelle Snow goes to the dunk and she throws it down!
4: Snow dunked it, dunked it, dunked it with a thorn. And Griner with the breakaway and Griner throws it down! Have you seen
0: Brittany Griner yet? Woo! Griner with her first dunk of her junior season!
2: This episode was produced by Emma Morgenstern and Ryan Nantel with mixing and sound design from Mitra Kaboli, additional production support from Jody Avergan, David Jacoby, Joe Sykes, Kevin Wilds, and Paul Williard. Special thanks to Greg Garber, who reported on this story for SportsCenter in 2009, and to Reed Albergati for being such a big help to us in this process. Brittany Griner and Ramona Shelburne provided great insight into women's basketball and dunking. Subscribe to documentaries on iTunes or in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. If you want to see the actual, very fuzzy video of George Ann Wells dunking for the first time, go to ESPN.com slash Find us on Twitter, at Dunkumentaries. I'm Kate Fagan. Thanks for listening. And on the next episode of Documentaries,
0: Hey, I'm Kevin Wild. Sports Center anchor Adnan Virk is hosting an episode of Dunkumentaries about how Vince Carter's dunk contest helped transform Canadian basketball.
3: All right, here is Vince Carter with his first stop. (laughs) Let's go home, let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home.
0: Hear more about how Carter's performance led to a new generation of Canadian basketball players in the fourth episode of Dunkumentaries.